0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another stories around azeroth i am always am pete titan's creed Nethercoat, joined by the most lovable gnome this side of the eastern plaguelands one mr frasley how are you doing mr frasley
1: i am doing great i i, I got in a nap before the show so i was like watching netflix and all of a sudden i'm like oh crap it's time to do a podcast
0: oh oh no that thing
1: (laughs) yes i gotta sit down with my favorite person well i I can't pick favorites because (laughs) you
0: have many many favorites already
1: (laughs) but i have really gotten the love and 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 i'm so excited that i get to know you each week so i just can never say favorites because i don't want anybody to feel bad but you are a cool person you've taught me so much and i mean which one was it? It was somebody that said that they learned about a storyline tidbit from what you were saying. So somebody was like... Uh, really I
0: believe are... it was uh, a friend of yours that you met recently. Turned around and was like, um, didn't think of the Sylvanas wanting to take her own life as a, as a thing that could be, that could happen. So
1: Yeah. So, so that's one reason I have really enjoyed you being able to pull these together because then i learned from you i I was listening to Morley gray podcast today and i was like you know what i'm I'm really like fear and you're like jen you're teaching me things i'm like oh what does that mean And you're like yeah i was like oh yeah absolutely
0: it's a thing that happens (laughs) law is a wonderful wonderful thing in this game called world of warcraft and we will be talking about a little bit of it today uh, as we talk about the level 60 Heart of Azeroth questline, because I did it this week. Nice! It's one of the, It's one of the one things that I did this week. Uh, so expands, expands a lot on what I've talked about in the last couple of weeks, it seems, as well. And uh, I made a big old thread on Twitter about it and had a little talk, and some people were interested in bits and pieces. So
1: So you, you, you're next swole now, and you've... Uh and uh keep you Mm. up on neck day
0: that's it neck day next big thing is not till level 70 and that's going to be a couple of weeks away i think so
1: so this necklace with Mm. all this power if we were wearing these would would it really make us like hurt our backs with all that power that's imbued into it
0: we we, we'd all just we all just have one gold chain and we're like mini mr t just walking around with one big (laughs) bit of bling around our neck I bet it's a fool! I have paid a fool who don't get no Azeroth farm done.
1: And I've been doing a lot, thanks to you, so you've been encouraged me to, to really. Well work tell on that us, neck. what
0: have you done since we last spoke, Mr. frasley What have you done in Azeroth in the last week?
1: So my neck is now up to level fifty two. So I've got a large neck now. And I now have flying! Hey, well done. How does it feel? Oh, it feels so great. Like, I knew I was, was always waiting for it. And, like, the whole time, don't even bFA a fan. Like, this is going to be great when I can fly. I can finally go through here. Like, I went over to that, one, that cliff that has taken me and many of my alts. And I started laughing at that cliff, and being like, ha, huh, you can no longer take me until the next expansion where the, another cliff will, will take me. But it's so, and, like, these vistas, they're so gorgeous. You're, you're flying over, like. It, they really took time to think what will it be like when people are flying over it too not just what will it be like when they're riding through it.
0: Well I mean this is what they did back in um, Wrath and Cataclysm. They designed the zones with flying in mind so I don't know why they just don't do that anymore. I mean yeah. even, even myths to a certain point was designed with flying in mind with certain stuff you couldn't access to a max level. So the one thing
1: I would say I do like how Final Fantasy 14 does their flying unlock better than wow and i and i've always it is this.
0: true uh, they do do it better but i was thinking about that in comparison to how wow is the reason they're able to pull it off in final fantasy is because each area is instanced to its own thing where other than one big open map so that's why final fantasy can get away with it because you have to zone in and zone out to each instance area
1: i forgot about that you're right and and, and we take that for granted i mean like we take for granted how easy, easily things meld and and on and on on like that melding they did an even better job with bfa legion was good but there was a clear point where you moved from zone to zone in bfa that's even less so it's so seamless like oh, the sky
0: you don't play with war mode on there. no no it's not so seamless with war mode on my dude okay uh, so especially... see everybody needs to Especially in Nazjatar. Nazjatar with War Mode is not a pleasant place to be. Especially so when he... the Battle of Nazjatar is happening.
1: So then, you know what that? Just give peace a chance.
0: No. Uh, not when there's 30% extra rewards I can get for having War Mode on. Plus, <laughs> I, plus I'm a demon hunter, so one-on-one I just take anybody in a fight, so...
1: I mean, and maybe I'm I, I'm kind of warming up to my horde allies because I was also on my horde recently, and
0: yes, you finished something today, didn't you?
1: Yes, I finished the every sides of every tail. No, two, two sides, sides of every tail. Every tale. Yes, and what was cool is it really showed like we. I remember doing the stuff on the alliance side and thinking like, what are, what's going to happen to them? It was cool on the horde side seeing their perspective of it i mean it it really was a multi-perspective storyline and you and you get to see the effect that that they caught. like i feel like there was a frazzy out there who was doing what i was doing i mean it really was like i was in the same timeline as my alliance you,
0: you now see what i was talking about where it's like um you can see yourself in each part of the uh, story in times of the timeline of where it all happens it all kind yeah. of give together a little bit more
1: and it, it, it was like the uh, the illidan quest line for black temple where you're in black temple and you see your character raiding the black temple i mean i, I didn't raid that as current content but i did it for time walking so it so i i could yeah. see myself and i and i think my car- my character wanted the war glaives.
0: <laughs> so you can fly You've done yep. your war campaign on both factions now. Have you done the Have you done the Bane storyline? I Horde yet. I haven't yet. So,
1: the one where you go. Is that the one where you go the to the one where you go free Bane? Yes. Um. I. Oh, have I done that one? Because I've seen it. I've seen it on my head. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to remember. Is that part of? It's the very last thing you do after doing after going to Nashtar and Mechagon okay then no i because i have not done that i i went into my on accident i i stumbled into Nestar, but i've not done it anymore on the horde side so i i should go do that to see
0: i'm about the same thing i'm i'm trying to do it with my demon hunter because i enjoy playing the demon hunter on alliance and i think it's just may as well enjoy it on horde as well so that's it i i,
1: yeah. I think what i'm going to do is i'm, I'm going to do an iron next because i'm like now they got flying yeah I want to kill off another character i mean i want to try to get a character up level
0: yeah no it, it's i think i think i'm in that place where i want to start leveling stuff as well um i was hoping to have queen Hajara down on heroic today but unfortunately we just got kept getting stuck on phase four but people who did get stuck on phase four were method who yes. actually like earlier on today as we record this live actually got the world first uh Queenish Arakil. They've had a tremendous 24 hours on the fight. They got to like uh, I believe it was 5.9% yet yeah, about this about this time last night. And uh then they just went into it. They did a few late they went later than they would normally do to try and push it, see if they could get it. But then they just took the night off, came back at it with a clear head and then had just had some stonking pulls out the gate including a 09 percent pull and then I think a couple of hours later they just took it down. they just had like one of those really good god pulls and that was it
1: and the uh scruffy retweeted a cool video clip of the moment from the perspective of of them as players when they did that poll and just the excitement the relief i was like that is those that moment that you everyone's cheering for and i was i was so glad to see that
0: I completely understand the uh, how they feel to a certain aspect, while it's not a world-first level. Um, the only fight that's really given me as much hassle when I was raid leading was a Heroic Garrosh 25 when it was current content. That fight with the, the special um, hidden extra thing on Heroic, or Mythic as it is now, because Heroic 25 was the more, or the Heroic version was more difficult at the time. Uh, was a hell of a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, that definitely got me uh, cheering about it. There's actually that video and, still up on my YouTube from way back when as well.
1: And one thing that I have not seen a lot of press on, but alessandro has been bringing it up, and I want people to know a cool thing that that Method's doing. They are donating, and I think that the last total 65, is over 65,000
0: was the last thing I saw.
1: Yeah, and they're donating that to charity. And, and I think yeah. that is something that I don't see a lot of people... Talking about and I'm I, and, I, and I'm going to read it up on the next Fazlecast well, because I want people every, to know that
0: every time they've done a Race to World First stream, there's always been a, um, uh, a Save the Children charity donation goal. Uh, I believe during Crucible of Storms they hit, I want to say 10k over the course they were doing it, and this has just been so monumental. Like they aimed for 20, and then they got all the way up to. 65 and they might even get it more as uh, as the, they do all the post shows and everything else but 65 grand is a lot of money and they did really well for that
1: yeah that's one thing i've, I've been amazed with 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 covering g- gaming is how generous gamers are just that gamers want to help people and and they're so generous in different things like if someone needs something, something medically or or a charity people will open up their hearts and that, and that is that's something that that Goes against the narrative that that gamers are not caring.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, makes complete sense. But it was fun. Did you manage to catch any of the uh, the race to world first yourself?
1: I uh, bits and pieces. So, so like, I I I had both streams up, and I was watching at different points. The only reason I didn't watch more is I don't understand all the mechanics, so it's not as interesting if I don't understand it. But you're, I wanted. Yeah, at you're least...
0: not you're not a big raid person, are you? You're someone that plays the game and enjoys the game.
1: Yeah, and. It's kind of like with ballroom dancing. I don't like watching ballroom dancing, but I like doing it. So if I was rating and doing it, it'd be more fun than seeing somebody play it. Right. I celebrate them doing it, and I celebrate what they did. It's just it's not something that I want. Was, instead, I'd rather sit down and watch somebody on YouTube. Not 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 Let's Plays, but I'd like to watch like a YouTube video or or a Netflix or something like that. And there's some good stuff on Netflix I've been watching recently. But that's the whole different show
0: try to fit it in there with all those podcasts you listen to as well i guess
1: absolutely and i i, I finished up two right, right today on my walk so
0: well, i mean this is the thing like i need to go out and listen to more podcasts as well and speaking of which um realm maintenance has uh now featured us on their page as well for the podcast that happen on a weekly thing so and Real maintenance does have a, a big showing of a lot of your the other warcraft and blizzard universe podcasts. so it's always worth going and checking that out if you're after a blizzard type podcast to do
1: yeah What what's amazing about the bush community there's so many varied podcasts so and so many so many things you can listen to and and i love it everyone's excited about wow and, and they have their own perspective that they like something that that they really focus on and and that's the beauty of it and and, and you know hey listener out there if there's something that no podcast is covering but you want to cover it Send me a message, and I will walk you through what I know, and we can help you start a podcast.
0: If you... It's a good thing about this podcast as well, is... I personally have always wanted to do something Blizzard-orientated, other than just kill videos that I've done while doing bits and pieces or just streaming the game, and... As you're well aware, since we're on episode 11, I can talk about anything as long as I'm yeah. personally. But you also can do that as well if you're if you're vastly interested in talking about something or want to talk about something. You get on with it, do it.
1: Yeah, and don't be afraid because you know the first 10 are, are are strange. I mean, I'm I'm biased. I think we've done an amazing job for the first 10.
0: I don't think it's been yeah. too bad. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, I've been impressed with the quality. So you've hit it out of the park for the first 10 and and now we've taken it to 11. that's it Final top not reference
0: we took it to 11 indeed and many more one can yes but, absolutely um, absolutely um it's interesting to see where the race to world first is going to go next um there was a small interview which turned around and said that method are now going to be looking towards classic which is going to be out in a month so Ooh. whether they'll do a race to world first 60 or they'll do race to world first MC, Blackwing Lair, everything else and bits and pieces we'll have to see, Uh, especially as the biggest grinding classic is going to be the 40 to 60 grind anyway and then gearing up for Molten Core. It's going to be interesting because it's one of the things where uh, all the tactics are already known for the bosses and the gear is based on a later patch than when Molten Core and that was available. So they'll have better stat-weighted gear going into Molten Core, and they'll probably like destroy the bosses. Because classic bosses, I don't have a lot to it. And yeah. DBM is already really built for everything already. Although, like, although saying that, I remember the anniversary where they did, um, where they brought back Molten Core, scaled it upwards for forty people, and people who'd never done Molten Core back in classic went in there. And it was like, it'll be easy. We'll just trump it. Nope, those heavy health bosses with those old mechanics still screw you over. I think you could still you can still massively just out damage it and just skip everything, but I think it was um, the first Fire Naga type boss after Barrangedon. That throws everybody off because you gotta share the share and split the magic debuffs and everything else. But, man, yeah, that was horrible stuff. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Classic comes out, because it'll be a different beast. It'll, I'll probably watch it, um, but I'm definitely not interested in playing Classic. I've been there, I was there, and I, I leveled through it originally. I, that grind, I'm not looking forward to doing again. I've got enough to do in retail. But, yeah, you know... Big thumbs up to those people really interested in Classic WoW. Um, we'll definitely try and cover some of the big stories that come out for the game and everything else. But um, yeah, N- nothing about playing the game. Maybe dipping every now and again. But there's so much to do in retail, unless I really need to take a break from that. I think you're looking at going in and having to play around with it. Probably touch yeah. it like you do with the irons and everything else. I guess.
1: Absolutely. and can I stream what I'm doing because then that way I can learn from from what like people. When they're watching me, maybe do the iron will teach me things, and I like people seeing the good and the bad moments. So, it, for me, it'll be an experiment to see like how long does it take me. I mean, <laughs> there'll be times I'm gonna I get frustrated because already, even on working on *Tide to Vengeance*, I went to Wildhead for a few things. Like, I couldn't remember where this one NPC was, and there was no quest marker, so I went to Wow Wild, oh, Wildhead. Oh, <laughs> and no promises that I won't do that for classic.
0: It's fine. There'll be loads of add-ons to help you out with that as well. There are already a lot done. Inbuilt quest markers and everything else. There's nothing to say that you have to play classic as it was intended. I don't think anybody's going to say that. And I think if you want to enjoy the game as you need to, then playing it with mods and everything else to make your life easier should be the way to go.
1: I think what people are excited for, and, and I get this, is that the game's, at its default, is not does not cater to, to the player and then you can make it cater to you by your own decision so it's, it's it's an opt-in versus instantly having the game be like okay here's where to go here to, or everywhere to do. it because yeah they did not kn- I kind of think that they didn't know about user experience as much when they first launched wow no, and they, and- I,
0: I, I would vastly disagree with that um, but jumping from Final Fantasy 11 into Wow, the user experience was definitely more friendly, okay. Definitely more casual focused. It's just that if you take the tools of classic against the tools of what exists today, it's definitely not casual friendly at all. That makes it. It does ca- classic wow will not respect your free time that you put into it.
1: Here's an idea then because my dad's remarked about this about English you know, how like peasants could understand Shakespeare, and we have to have a, an English. Major to understand Shakespeare. So
0: that's because Shakespeare was written for the common man. Shakespeare was written for those people who didn't have the atypical upbringing for people, and it was there to meant to uh, entertain. Well, it's said to entertain everybody, but it was definitely yeah. go, It was that was why you had the base mud plane that anybody could watch, you know. So it was literally there for everybody. And then
1: um, then over time, English changed. So there have been people asking, like, have we dumbed down the society? So we say for gaming, have we dumbed down in our gaming or or we've changed?
0: I don't think it's necessarily dumbing down. This probably isn't the podcast for it, I'll be honest. But I would like to say it's more because we evolved as a species more than anything else. Okay. And we no longer need an archaic structure that exists in the form of shakespeare anymore it's such shakespearean word is such an outdated concept unless you really want to study drama and everything else like that the fact that it exists in form for english majors i assume over there or your gcse english for us and everything else it shouldn't exist as baseline english because it's not needed in days modern english if you're doing drama, I absolutely yeah have to. I, I absolutely agree that you have to understand Shakespeare to a point because there's a lot of Shakespearean stuff that's brought forward. There's not a lot of Shakespearean stuff that exists in the modern English age. It's an outdated thing. I'm not salty at all that Shakespeare was the thing that made me fail my GCSE English at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not at all. Nope.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, I can see what I can see where you're going, but um. I don't know. I think think from all of the not-a-bug stuff and everything that's been brought forward definitely shows that people remember vanilla differently from what it was. And when they've had a chance to test it out on Classic, it's definitely not what people remember it to be. So it'll be interesting to see people's reactions once they get past the level 40 bracket and they see what the 40 to 60 to do. Um, I think someone remarked that it was it was a clever idea on Blizzard's part to do the cap to 40 because 1 to 40 is essentially the easiest part of the grind. It's 40 to 60 where the XP ramps up ridiculously and yeah, is where the real you're right. grind begins. So And like running
1: out of quests like 56, 58 yeah.
0: And just having to grind mobs just to get those last couple of levels or dungeons. It'll be interesting to see how people tackle uh, Stratholme and Shalomance and try to do the the 50, 45, 45 minute quest. I want to say. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to people doing their Warlock and their Paladin Mount quests. That was a lot of fun back in the day. I remember doing that. Yeah. Doing the Anixia Attunement questline. There's a lot of fun stuff to be had. But a lot of it is very rage-worthy because the game doesn't tell you where you need to go. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. And it, it is interesting, like, like the race for World of First, if, myth, if method were to do it, we have the strats from that. I mean, some of it's private server strats, but we have the strats, and we have people's memories of these things.
0: So this is the thing, like, agreeing with you on that as well. There are a lot of... So back in Vanilla there were only certain classes that were viable in bits and pieces. Private servers, people got the chance to do a lot more math because it was just a static line, and they could turn around and go, well, if you do this or this... But you had to be careful because because it wasn't a one-to-one exact replica. It was just like a cached version, essentially. Then some yeah. numbers could be changed and different in places and uh, bits and pieces. But there is nothing to turn around and say that the people with the outlook of it right there are people that want to play retribution paladins now retribution paladins were garbage back in vanilla you know people want to play guardian druid guardian druid was garbage the only reason you play a, uh, a druid is to play restoration but people want to play all the different specs and bits and pieces now will people get pigeonholed into playing specific specs will all the paladins have to go holy will all the warriors have to tank will all the druids have to heal you know, it's 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 going to be definitely interesting. We're we just gonna have a swarm of two-handed enhancement shaman. That's the dream, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Classic is going to be a very interesting beast. Uh, whether it changes on a landscape, we'll we'll see with the numbers that come out and everything else. Um, I think it'll be more fun as an onlooker project rather than someone playing it. So, who knows? It'll be interesting. Definitely definitely interesting to say the least. But I want to go from the beginning of the game to what the future might hold because there's been even more leaks or rumours or speculation that's come out this week. And oh my goodness, has there been a lot. So previously we've talked about uh, an AMA AMA leak that came out from a, a graphics designer that works for Blizzard over on 4chan. There's been a lot of stuff that talks about Age of Darkness which is uh, the Old God expansion and everything else. The newest one which came out recently which a lot of the community is turning around and saying is the more plausible leak out of all of them that have come out so far is the Shadowlands one. Now the reason why people think it's more plausible is because it's used the basic map that Blizzard turn around and throw out at people uh, at BlizzCon's and everything else, like just the splotches with marks on the map and everything else, and it's got a specific logo. And you know, there's a couple of there's a couple of things to say, but the biggest thing that people have pointed out, like for one of them, is like Blizzard normally use their storm mounts as hints of what comes next. So the latest storm mount that we had was the Sylvarian Dreamer. Now on this image of the map that's come out, it, over in what's called the Dark Front, in the top of the, the map, there's something called the Sylvarian uh, Apocry- uh, uh, Sylvarian Approach. So, there's a lot of people that are turning around and going, ah. But then, this could be a lot of things. Dragon Isles again comes up in everything that we've seen in the leaks, Tinker comes up in everything we've seen from the leaks as well. Shadowlands is, you know, it's been one of the ideas that we're talking about going. I mean, as we go get closer and closer to BlizzCon, we're really going to be entering, like, leak territory. So it's best to take anything you can see with a massive pinch of salt until we get to BlizzCon. Because I I, I fully imagine this year's BlizzCon is going to be huge with... um, uh, with Warcraft, with Overwatch, with Diablo announcements, like, and then there'll be Hearthstone hero stuff as well. But there's going to be a lot of lot of information coming out. So I, th- I don't know if you had a chance to read through these or anything else, but
1: no, I because I, I I did not realize that the this Shadowlands one with the with the latest one. Shadowlands tracks along with what we were we were we we're hearing. I mean, it definitely does the Black Empire because I was listening to, uh, to again more Mor- morally great podcast and they talk about the the Shadowlands yeah. and the Emerald Dream. Like we we've been to the Emerald Dream or at least the Emerald Nightmare. We've been there. Druids have been to the Emerald Dream, haven't they? Like in their class hall. Yes. And it only makes sense that you would go to the Shadowlands and this one... I mean, because there's something... Something's brewing. And something's happening. And this map shows Ny'alotha. And, and that tracks along, too. Definitely with, with what we're... We're thinking. Because, like, Nizoth has been released. I mean, I mean, he is out there. And it's now time to trying to go after him
0: it really depends on where we go for the end of the expansion Um, yeah if we go as as we talked about last week when we had Jin uh from morally great on and we were just talking about where we'd like to see where 8.3 goes and what we think might be the way it goes i think either way uh, we're fighting sylvanas at this point
1: um which and I'm going off with this map if this map were true it is interesting that it seems very much like a shared experience again it doesn't seem like BFA was two different continents this seems like one one continent for everybody so
0: there's two continents that are apparently rumoured with the Shadowlands one which is the Shadowlands and the Dragon Isles okay so what that means I don't know um i don't think that it's going to be one purely alliance one horde based um i think it i think what it might more or less be is we'll see the ideas for both and one will definitely be your main story is the shadowlands and then the second thing is the dragon isles like it In- might it might be like dragon isles might be the extra continent you unlock at say whatever the new cap is which again then becomes uh like your mechagon maybe for end game stuff so you have you'll have your world quests in the shadowlands and you'll have your rep grinds for the faction in there but then you'll also have the option to go to the dragon Isles, which could be the mechagon for end game uh, at your at the 9.0 type level to give you something else to do if you choose to go do it I can see that happening, giving giving us Rathion as the main point there, yeah, as, as the base and everything else, trying to rebuild the Black Dragon Flight against Void Dragons and everything else. That'll be something else we'll talk about in a minute. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, the Shadowlands leak is the only one also that says that the uh, level squish is postponed, whereas everything every every other leak turns around and goes that the level squish is coming.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's interesting
1: and the i I realized shadowlands sounds very familiar and that's because anarchy online had a shadowlands expansion that was an mmo i played years and years ago
0: i mean shadowlands isn't a shadowlands isn't an unfamiliar concept at many games like there's there's even particular games just called shadowlands and everything else and uh I mean they 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 really big really really big wow I'm good at English maybe I should take Shakespeare Um, they really wrote the Shadowlands into being a thing when when they came out of Chronicle Volume 1 way back when and like put it there as a plane so like we've got the elemental plane then the Twisting Nether the Azeroth you know the, that universe and then like the Shadowlands as well but like this is apparently bringing lots of stuff back hell yeah most of the big heroes that we've seen die. So there's Uther, Vol'jin, Varian, Salfang, Ken, which apparently means that Southang's going to die at some point in this expansion. No idea. But apparently I... they're, uh, they they hint that Hakar is the um, the guy that's in charge of samdi and everything else. So they'll bring back Hakar as well in some sort of form. Which could be interesting. Hakar is one of those... Hakara is one of those things that they've hinted at all the way back at when they re-released Zulaman and Zulfarak not Zulfarak, oh my goodness Zulgarub Zulgarub and Zulaman back in Cataclysm because if you go and and watch the um, the trailer for that patch again, you see that Zul the Prophet uh, throws the dust into the fire and you see that they're actually working to bring back Hakara anyway so, and then obviously at the end of Zogarob, you've got that they're trying to imbue themselves with the power of Hakkar, and that he's actually still there in the in the plane between existences. So, bringing back Hakar could be a thing, especially when he's going to be a patch or, or a patch, a phase all on his own in Classic as well. So, those people that do play Classic will be hyped back on Hakkar as well. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. Uh, I'd suggest having a read of it another time. If you just Google. Uh, 9.0 Shadowlands, you can find a whole thing over on Icy Veins uh, about all all the leaks that they've uh, corresponded together. It's an interesting read if you're interested to see what happens. Sometimes these leaks are true when it comes to expansion stuff. Um, I believe Warlords was leaked and nobody believed it because everybody thought time travel to go and see all the old, all those Orcs on Draenor was not going to be a thing and Legion was definitely leaked um people kind of believe that because it was about time for the burning crusade to come back
1: and i am this year one reason i'm a little bit more likely to believe that leaks would be more real we had a lot of people let go and i could see some people having yeah just disgruntled having access to data so i mean i could really see this and maybe even people that are still working there's something going on where people don't have the tight control over stuff so i I could definitely see stuff sneaking out with what we had this year
0: yeah i could see that um it'd be a bit shitty for people to just release stuff like this as obviously oh it would be but again you know i feel a duty of care to talk about it and everything else since we like talking about warcraft stuff so just gotta be careful really (laughs) yeah um just take everything you see before BlizzCon with a pinch of salt, and until you see what BlizzCon tells you, then believe that. Until they turn around and go, "Well, we had to remove this because we couldn't fit it in with time constraints and everything else."
1: They've done that yeah. before. Last year, scrapped a lot last year, and I'm and I'm a little sea salty about that.
0: What do they? Oh, you mean like the Abyssal Moor raid and everything else? Yeah, there, there's th- th- always th- there's always something that has been cut from an expansion wrath of the lich king was a big part of that so the entirety of Azul narub was removed uh there was a point where if you actually look at the back of the box for wrath of the lich king you can see that they advertise a big part of that as being siege um like planes flying siege weapons Uh, yeah that was entirely scrapped so there was, and it all just becomes siege weaponry, and that was the big thing about Wrath because you had Wintergrasp, you had uh, Trial of the Crusader, where you were in mounted combat. You had, oh goodness, uh, the first boss in Alduar, the Flame Leviathan. That was mounted things. Um, you had the other PVP thing, the um, Strand of the Ancients. That was entirely that combat as well. They really ramped it up in that. Cataclysm was um, Path of the Titans. That was the big thing about Cataclysm. That got removed and everything else. There was also the Dance Studio. I think that was Wrath or Pre-Wrath.
1: Yeah, and I um, will never let Blizzard forget that.
0: I don't know what was rumored about Miss. I think they really dialed that back in like trying to over overcompensate what they wanted. But there's, there's, there's at least something per expansion that was pulled back on, unfortunately. But yes, uh, one of the big topics I want to talk about today. One of the big things that I hit this week in Warcraft was getting the Heart of Azeroth to level 60. And with it comes the next step in the Crucible of Flame chain. Now, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, uh, I did a whole Twitter post on this about various bits and pieces. So, the the questline basically begins with you going to... You go to the heart of Azeroth, and Calix says he's been reaching out to the uh, the aspects. You know, obviously Ysera's gone, but we've got the daughter of Ysera that we, uh, has come to the, the heart chamber. You know, we've saved. Ebon, we've talked to Evan Horn. now here, so we've got a black dragonflight representative. Uh, we've got a green dragonflight representative. Now, it's worth pointing out before we go any further, is that one of Raffian's agents is actually at that. Uh, black, um, when you go and do the the quest with Ebonhorn, I believe there was one in the Emerald Dreamway, but I'm not ent- I'm not 100 sure. So Rathian is aware of what we're doing, especially with the fact that there was a, one of his agents in Najditar as well. Um, so this basically, we get this quest to go and find out what's going on with Alex Draza because Kellogg hasn't heard from her. Uh, turns out that we get sent to the Twilight Highlands to go to the Vermilion Redoubt and the they're under fire from what you first think are Twilight dragons but are actually called Void Touched Dragons Um, it's really interesting because this is the next step in Twilight. Now we've talked about how you find Twilight Scales in Uh, one of the island expeditions and you get told that the twilights have a new leader and A lot of these have been found because the trugs have dug ever deeper through uh, Grim Batol so Assumably that these are all the new twilights that have been because they're deeper or closer to the earth They've been even more corrupted by old god and old god spawn and that's why they're void touched So We fight them all off we get to Alex Draza we free some Red dragons that are being corrupted into twilights, quite similar to the way that Deathwing announced that he had corrupted a lot of the, the spawn when they took over Rest Temple and uh, had access to the, the dragonflight shrines and everything else, and went and corrupted the eggs and turned them into twilights. Similarly, they've been corrupting these red dragons into, into void touch dragons as well, is how that's going as well, which is interesting. Uh, Because it then shows that Twilights can be mixed in any such way. They can take adult and young. So what's next is that we come across... uh, The leader of these Void Touch Dragons called Vexiona. Uh, And she actually has a unique Void Dragon model. Like it's completely unique. Even though it's really funny because when she does her Breath Attack... It looks like her jaw just unhinges. Like, it's just like, bleh. So, it's, um, it's definitely funny to look at and everything else. But it's, um, there was a big thing that they talked about. And I have to try and find my... I should have actually had this open beforehand. But... uh Goodness gracious me. Blah, 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 blah. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through my Twitter feed.
1: I'm picturing now a broken animatronic uh, with it, the man. mouth. That's it. Oh, goodness.
0: Goodness gracious me. Uh, but there was. Uh, Find it at this point. <laughs> it's too much to do. Um, nope. How dare my uh, tweets actually get a lot of feedback and everything else? How dare I not find these?
1: Oh, I know. It. It. it you're a popular person.
0: Apparently so. Uh, How dare it? That's that's the annoying thing. Uh,
1: I I use I use tweet decks. I see every single thing that comes through.
0: I tweak too much. I think that's the problem. Uh... There we go. I found it. So, yeah so yeah vexiona what i've tweeted is vexiona has a unique dragon model which is cool upon defeating her not kill it's very important that we don't kill her she yells your pathetic dragon flights will fall if you will not serve the master then i will find the one who will so we already know that we've got a blue dragon flight representative a green dragon flight representative and a black dragon flight representative this story then leads into the fact that alex Straza joins in the the heart chamber saying that the only one that we haven't talked to yet is Nosdormu. As far as I'm aware, Nosdormu is not part of this chain entirely, which means that as I mentioned and it goes back to everything I've talked about regarding the Infinite Dragonflight, we're going to probably see the big push for Murazond and the Infinite Dragonflight really coming into the fold soon. So, uh, as I've tweeted one assumes that this is hinting even more towards the greater corruption of the Bronze Flight, and we take one more step into ever closer to Morizon, the Infinite's in the true timeline, which they talk about at end time. It is a fun, if short, scenario. Alex Strasser joins us in the heart chamber, so we've got four out of five of the major dragon flights, imbuing the heart of Azeroth and assumably one step closer to making the new dragon slash demon soul. The next step in any of that storyline is rank 4 for Crucible of Flame, which doesn't unlock until you get to level 70. So, as I mentioned, it's a couple of weeks away. If I'm lucky, I'll hit 61 before the reset on Wednesday in the EU. And then I'll probably. uh, It's starting to. The grind is slowly scaling upwards. I'm probably looking at an Azerite level per week without spamming. without spamming island expeditions into the floor. So, I mean, you're looking at 85,000 Azerite power a week.
1: Ooh, wow. You are... You're a beast.
0: Well, I mean, there are people already at 65, so I wouldn't quite say I'm a beast, but uh, it's definitely an interesting questline, and it's definitely worth savoring once you get to 65 at least. So, look forward to that. Uh, I'm quite sure I'll probably try and stream 70. I don't think I streamed 65 because I was busy. It was like early morning or something. I was in between doing chores and bits and pieces so I couldn't do it. But if it's true, it, I'm probably about 8-9 weeks away from getting level 70 on the heart which probably f- some feels about right with where Blizzard wants us to get to it.
1: Yeah. Because then, by then the storyline will be moving us toward what... because. I mean, if you think about 8-9 weeks, that's getting pretty close to Blizzcon.
0: 8-9 to nine weeks, Blizzcon probably uh, 8.2.5 will have by then. Um, I fully expect once 8.3 and a new raid comes out, they'll increase the Heart of Azeroth and give us new essences to go and get as a kind of like power increase. Because they'll we'll have to, because otherwise people will just use the same stuff they have now. So there has to be a power base somewhere.
1: And one one thing that I, I'm trying to figure out, because I, I noticed my alts are getting at Azerite levels pretty fast. What's the what's the, the catch mechanic in this expansion? Like, so I like...
0: the, the amount of Azerite power you need decreases per week. Um, okay. So it's kind of like it drops it while keeping it at the same level of percentage um you're generally looking roughly it drops about twenty thousand 000 Azeroth power per level needed per week roughly is the map i've managed to work it out to.
1: because like some of these alts I've, i barely play they're already up to like 30 so, 40 and i'm just...
0: when 8.2 came out if you get to Nashtar and you do the uh you do the Magni quest it automatically levels your heart up to level 35 Okay. and then I think everything is like been reduced all the way up to 50 to like needing a thousand per level and then once you hit 50 upwards then you start hitting that normal scale but I've, so it's I've a
1: lot... go on, no go ahead it's, it's a lot more seamless than it was in Legion because in Legion you had to buy things here it, up, in, just, up
0: until it, the last uh, raid, yeah, where it just unlocked week on week, which is it's better. You're not imbuing your own stuff and then waiting for it to be arriving in a week in case you missed it or anything else. But um, it definitely feels better not having to have exponentially scaling stuff. But my, my only problem with it is, is that it should always exponentially drop. Like... It shouldn't just tail off and be like. Um, like, I don't mind having a hard cap on the heart. You know, level 70 is fine as a hard cap. But my only problem is is that the Azerite knowledge, the artifact knowledge, should keep going into effect week on week. So those people that don't want to grind out 100,000 Azerite power in a week can still get to level 70 eventually without, you know, so Azerite knowledge. Because they'll just bring it down eventually anyway there's nothing to say that they can't just turn around and just have it scaling infinitely
1: yeah kind of like what they did with that that final talent on the artifact where you just give it you, yeah, you could add kind,
0: kind of but what I'm saying is is that where in Legion artifact knowledge scaled how much artifact power you gained that should have scaled exponentially just like the levels scaled exponentially okay yes so what i'm saying is is that even with a hard cap on there eventually you know weeks and weeks down the line when we get to blizzcon and 8.3 around the corner you'll only need a thousand artifact power to get from like 60 to 61 you know it should always bring it down so that the casual player or somebody on an alt can just level up their heart you know it might, yeah my biggest complaint about this patch is that with the way the essence system works it's completely unfriendly um again it rolls back to the fact of i would really like everything to be account bound and like friendly across all the alts, so like everything's useful across many different things like even if i have to go out and grind the materials to buy it if i unlock it on a character then I should be able to just unlock it on the other one. You know, for example, yeah, I, I don't want. Not everybody wants to run a mythic plus ten on a character to get um, their essences for the thing. Nobody, nobody wants to run the raids to get the essences. Nobody wants to do uh, a thousand rating plus and cap conquest every week to get um, a PvP essence and stuff like that. You know, not everybody's going to do those tools in order to unlock the next thing so stuff like that i like jumping on my alts from time to time you know but my monk is only ever going to have crucible of flame one and no miners unless i put the time in on it i really can't be bothered with my time i'd much rather spend it getting my main finished off you know yeah and to get my main finished off, and if I want to get to level 70 on the heart, I've got to keep grinding that Azerite. So, quite a certain time, and by the time I've done Mechagon, nash and done my world tour for Azerite, I'm like, I really don't want to play Warcraft anymore today.
1: Yeah, I'm all done, yeah.
0: Please, no more, mister, I don't want any more. That's it. Finished uh, Mechagon hard mode again for the second time this uh, week. We've got another mount for the team and uh we were we were this close to getting the immortal done as well on it we got to king mechagon without any deaths and then we we screwed up the hard mode on uh king mechagon in like phase two and then we just wiped for like half an hour so
1: i i had a twitch chat person mention that in mechagon you you know that annoying robot that tries to take you down like you're flying over some areas and, and like he oh the hka a...
0: aerial annihilation unit yeah
1: yeah so th- they said that if you have that mount from the operation mechagon that mount does not get that stack
0: so it's not just that mount it's also if you get to exalted and you dump the 400 grand gold it works on that mount as well that it doesn't target you but yes that is completely true
1: so I don't have to finish hard mode. I just got to get the exalted. And if
0: you've got four hundred thousand gold, you want to dump on a flying mount? Yes.
1: No. Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four hundred. I I think you said four hundred gold. No. Four
0: hundred thousand. No, four hundred thousand
1: gold. Yeah. yeah no. unless Unlisted my tokens, and I'm not buying that many tokens.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: it's fun. Okay. Uh, Mister frasley what are you aiming to do in Warcraft in the next week before we stand up and talk together?
1: That's a good question. I'm. Probably mean to do some more uh, some more irons and it kind of, maybe we'll work, work on reps here and there. So take it a little bit easier because I, I did that big push for Pathfinder and that now and now now they've got the, the Wolf or the Alliance. Just kind of enjoy things. I, I feel like that now I can, t- I can take things easier, go after achievements, stuff like that. So nothing groundbreaking, but just keep doing what I've been doing. I find I enjoy WordPress more now they can fly. Now they don't have to think about which flight master I'm going to. I can just, and I don't have to worry about like how do I traverse there. I can just go directly to it. So I'm I'm gonna also do emissaries and stuff like that, and work on the AP because I want to try to get my neck up on Frasley. just because I want I want to see some of these storylines.
0: I'd say it's definitely worth it, but don't bust yourself. As we said, like artifact knowledge is gonna bring down what you require. Um, yeah. Is it a new? Uh, challenge iron, iron gnome thing that you got to work on, or have you got something sat in the bank ready to keep going with?
1: Uh, in the bank, oh, because once 8.2, came out, the iron basically went went away. So this one is still my fifth iron, and I forget what class it is. Oh, it's my tarin Paladin named Moonster. So I'm gonna see how far Moonster goes, and if Moonster becomes a Deathster. Can you, can you do allied races on there and cheat and start at level 20? I think so. Um, I have to check the, the rules on, on Wild Challenges, but I believe Irons can. They just have specific things on what they th- they require. So I'm going to check the rule book.
0: Yeah, because it might be worth... It, it might be a little bit of fun at least starting at level 20 now that you keep getting to level 20 and just, like, dying out a little bit. But, yeah. um it might be worth doing that, especially if you actually manage to pull through with one and find one that you like and, you know, you can start working towards that heritage armor.
1: Absolutely. Oh, imagine in that. Now, now, some of those heritage armor quests, oh, those would be painful on iron. Like,
0: Well, no, because surely once you get to 120 you can, like, feed them some benthic gear just to get them started and then just go get your, uh, your, your, your thing done.
1: No, because once I get to 120, I want to hold it until until the next expansion because the, you can take a character after 120 so I, I'm thinking long term so here's what I suggest okay yes. get to
0: 120 give him the benthic gear but keep all your iron gear in the bank Do get your benthic gear go do your heritage armour and then once that's unlocked get rid of all the benthic gear put on your normal gear transmog it into your heritage and then just use that
1: Oh, Lita, I can hear Lita <laughs> listening to this right now, and Lita's like, No, Brazzly, you can't! <laughs> they are smart, they aren't. They'll, they'll fly me. <sighs> I
0: you're,
1: go by the rules. My, my,
0: my argument is, is that you're not leveling with it once you've hit max level. So as long as you've got the gear on while you're leveling. That's my argument. Anyway, anybody um, used
1: wild the challenges. <laughs> Respond to this.
0: We'll have to get him on. We'll have to get him on at some point and have a chat. Absolutely. Him. Um. I I have been seeing a lot of WoW challenge stuff come up a little bit, and it might be something that I do. Maybe at some point. It's really difficult because it's. it's not something I really I really want to do because I've got all the classes on Alliance side and I'd have to do it with my Horde side and at which point it's just like I'd have to do it with the Allied Races. Or hey, a Goblin. Hey. I suppose I could do a Goblin. Yeah. Time is money, friend. Time is money, friend.
1: Interesting. But if you aren't doing wild challenges and stuff like that this next week, what are you looking to do this next week? Hopefully, kill heroic Queen Ashara.
0: Um. By the time we talk next week, I'm I'm hoping we'll have heroic Queen Ashara down. I'm hoping yes. to have rank three Vision of Perfection, if not rank four. Um. Because doing hard mode, uh, if you get hard mode King Mechagon down, you actually get two, of the two of the four that you need for rank three. So it only takes you two weeks if you do hard mode Mechagon. Um. Just, just keep playing through with the with the, the Heart of Azeroth. I don't think I'm going to hit any big story marks next week. So, um... But, in saying that, we might have a guest next week. So, um... No spoilers. I'm going to keep you on Tenderhook's chat and uh, everyone that's listening in and everything else. Uh, we, might have a, we might have another guest next week to come and join us, so... Uh, it might be worth the just... the,
1: the guest will be... So we will have a lot of fun with that. Why
0: them. would you swear? That's a nice, That was not a very nice thing to say. God damn it, Frasley. Jesus. I'm getting corrupted. Corrupted by the old gods. Uh, you've still got your technical hat on, haven't you? So, yep. No. I told you, he's a good person. Be not... Sorry. Anyway, uh, for those who don't know where they can
1: find you on the internet, Mr. Frasley, where can they find you, please? They can find me at frasley.com where you can see every podcast like this one. Or if you want to see my longest running podcast, go to gnomepodcast.com.
0: Brilliant stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Titans Creed. It's that little name just above my head if you're looking at it on uh, YouTube, where you can find this in its video form at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. You can find us live on Twitch every Sunday night at. Twelve thirty 30 p.m uk that's one thirty a.m in the european union it's half past seven on pacific i want to say eastern 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 yes yes eastern. i think we like it and i believe that's well, time differences there's four hours earlier on the western coast i don't know which means uh, half,
1: three
0: three hours so half past four uh, in the afternoon on pacific time there we go some math for you as well as time zones because I'm good like that to you people.
1: We love you.
0: We love you. Yeah, but you can find me otherwise, if you want to catch me any other time, you can find me on Twitch about five days a week at twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions where we air this show live every Sunday night. Come and join us.
1: It's Actually, fun and we bring cookies.
0: He brings cookies. I eat yes. cookies. Yes. But yes, thank you very much for watching and or listening ladies and gentlemen whatever your tastes of listening to us are thank you very much and as always from myself and frasley thank you very much once again and as frasley always likes to say
1: be awesome
0: indeed be awesome catch you next time ladies and gentlemen take care